0: Welcome to Travel Time. As we wrapped up our Grand Circle trip, we began the drive from Cortez, Colorado, and having visited Mesa Verde, and we headed out to the Grand Canyon. While most of our hops were about two to three hours from town to town or park to park, this one was a little longer, close to six hours. And we had opted to stay at the north rim. Um, The time from Mesa Verde to the Grand Canyon is close to six hours, no matter which rim you pick. But the two rims are not very close together, several hours to get from one rim to the other. So you kind of pick one. I had been to the Grand Canyon back in the 80s with my family, and we had gone to the South Rim. So for a couple of reasons, we picked the North Rim for this trip. Um, one is I'd already been to the South Rim, and uh, the other three hadn't been to either. The second was the temperatures in the North Rim average about 10 degrees cooler because the elevation of the North Rim is at about 8,000 feet. And that elevation difference makes sure that it's, a, it's cooler pretty much all the time. So while it was well over 100 in the South Rim, it was averaging in the high 80s, low 90s where we were. Also, the North Rim is far less crowded. There is only one hotel on the, on the North Rim and a campground. Whereas the South Rim has multiple hotels, lots of people coming in there. And so it's a lot more quiet and peaceful in the North Rim, a lot, not, lot less busy feeling, which is really nice. And the landscape of the North Rim is pretty entirely different from the landscape on the South Rim. Lots of forests and um, just lots of shade, things like that. The animals are different. There are bison and things like that around on the fields as you go into the canyon and just kind of a different atmosphere highly recommended i really like the north canyon the views are no less spectacular Um, the trees just kind of add to the ambiance and the peacefulness of being there and just feels much more relaxing in my opinion we stopped on our way in so we had to drive through vermilion cliffs um, park briefly on the way in and we stopped at navajo bridge this is a site where many of the California condors bred in captivity for part of the species survival program are released. And there, so there's quite a few California condors with nests in the immediate area. And Navajo Bridge is a place where often they can be seen. We stopped, it was particularly hot, and I'm not sure if that was the reason or if just the timing, we, the heat definitely kept us from standing there for a long time watching for them, but we did stop there. Didn't see any that day, although we had seen them back at Zion National Park, so at least we got to see some while we were out there. From there, we were really close to the Grand Canyon, and I had expected to, I had not expected to see bison down here, but we did see quite a few on the way into the, par- into the park as we were headed towards the lodge. There's some grasslands and things right outside of part of the forest, and quite a few bison hanging out there, several red dogs, which are the bison calves. We had rented a Rimside Pioneer Cabin, so we had to head down to Grand Canyon Lodge so that we could check in. We had a little break after a week of family time in the Pioneer Cabins because they technically sleep six. They have a queen size bed, two bunk beds, and a queen futon that pulls out into another bed. The kids had their own room, we had our own room, which was kind of a nice break for the two nights we were there. Uh, I think for everyone just to have a little bit of time. They are rustic, but they do have a full bath and they had a refrigerator in the room and electricity. Um, And being on the rim side, it is, as I mentioned, wooded. So the view's a little obstructed, but we could see into the canyon from our cabin, which was really fun. The nice thing about our cabin, we were in cabin number four and we could see into the cabin, but we could also, it was just like a two minute walk to to the lodge if we wanted to head up there for dinner and whatnot. We ate, all of our dinners in the Grand Canyon Lodge dining room, to eat there, I one advice I would have is make your reservations well in advance. So we made ours about six months out, pretty much right when they opened up. We picked times based on whether or not we were going to be out on a lot of trails or on the day we arrived. It was a little bit, early. we made it a little bit earlier. And book those in advance. When we got there there were a lot of people trying to get reservations there like right after checking in and they were completely booked up um, except for a few cancellations at really odd times. And when we got done with dinner both nights there were tons of people waiting trying to get into the, to the dining room to eat. and I'm not entirely sure all of them were able to get in. that is a thing to know. they only allow reservations if you're staying at the lodge otherwise you have to be on standby but make sure you make those reservations in advance. There is also kind of a walk-up place where you can eat, and we had breakfast there on both mornings. So you could get like pancakes or eggs, things like that to take away, take back to your cabin and eat or eat out on the picnic tables. And at lunch and dinner, they also have sandwiches and other things, soups, um, different things you can have for dinner. I believe they also, you can order pizza from there. I saw some people carrying pizza boxes. So just different options you have. At the Grand Canyon Lunch Dining Room, I will tell you, one of the nights we had really efficient service. We actually sat right by the window. We were in the first tables um, in the seating because we were at five o'clock. Great service. Um, meal was paced perfectly. It wasn't too fast, wasn't too slow. We were enjoying the nice views over the canyon kind of as the sunset. And the second night, We had the same waiter, and the service was really slow. Like, they kept forgetting about our table, and dinner took like two hours. So keep that in mind, too, if you're trying to wing it and wait for a table versus making a reservation. We definitely kept somebody else from getting a reservation, because we would have been pretty much ready to go at an hour. And there was an extra hour of just... Literally, them forgetting about us. Luckily, there was an assistant server that was taking really good care of us and would notice that she hadn't been around for a while and would come and kind of fill the gaps that this server left. So the person was very nice, and the meal is very nice. The meals are really good quality food, so you want to linger over it a bit. You don't want to rush through that meal. But there's the flip side, too, where you don't want to be stuck in there for forever. We spent a full... Uh, The half day when we first got there, basically, and then a full day the next day exploring. We drove out to um, Cape Royal and Point Imperial, did some of the short trails off there um, and the overlooks. Stunning, stunning views out there. Highly recommend driving out there and taking advantage of of the shorter trails. We actually ran into some friends there that we knew that my um, my son's best friend from grade school was out there. And so we ran into them there. They had done some of the longer trails and also spoke really highly of every trail that they went on. My youngest and I woke early one morning and watched the sunrise. And both nights, the boys and I went out stargazing. So we went out on the back patio. The Grand Canyon Lodge sits right on the rim. And so their back patio is is the rim. And so we went out and sat on the back patio and just stargazed. The only light you could see other than the stars is the South Rim hotels all the way across the canyon, so several miles away. So, so many stars, it's beautiful. We were really blessed to have a very clear night where we could see everything. Um, a couple years back, we were in Joshua Tree, which is also a dark sky park. And we went to a stargazing talk with the rangers, and unfortunately it was so cloudy that we couldn't, we didn't get to actually see anything. Um, We couldn't see anything through the clouds. And this time we were just so lucky because it was so clear and you could just, you could see forever, it seemed like. My son, I've mentioned on some previous podcasts, is a runner and was getting runs in while we were out. He ran the tramsep Trail here, um, which pretty much goes from the lodge to the campground. And really enjoyed that trail. Saw some wildlife along the way, I believe. And he, um, it was still at the good elevation, still some gain and things like that, but it was shaded a lot of the way. So for the running in that kind of heat, he gave it a good thumbs up. He he ran there, I I think he did the same trail both days. There is also, just for planning purposes, there is a gas station back close to the lodge. It's actually right at the entrance to the camps campgrounds and there's a pretty well stocked camp store so one morning the morning we were actually headed out to go back to Vegas to get our flight we actually stopped in the camp store and got kind of grab-and-go breakfast instead of a little um, place over in the lodge um, just because it was quicker and we just wanted something to hold us over until we got to st. George Utah for lunch there is that there's also a North Rim post office so if you want to get anything postmarked from the North Rim is right there at the Grand Canyon Lodge and you can stop there and mail things in their post office. We they also have they have a spacious back patio as I mentioned they also have a room that just overlooks the canyon where people can hang out and play. We saw people playing cards there, people just hanging out. They took their grab and go lunch and ate it in on the patio there, the enclosed patio. I will say the time we were there there were very few times when there wasn't a private event in that room. It is kind of I understand why people would want it. It's kind of annoying if you're staying at the lodge because you can't just go from the lobby of the lodge to the outside patios. You have to go all the way around on the trail to get on the outside patios. It's not like the end of the world, but it's definitely, if you're checking in and you want to go see the sights of the canyon, you can't. You have to leave and go around the back to, to get around to the back. So just know that room is almost constantly booked based on what we saw for private engagements. And so it was pretty much you couldn't go there except at night and maybe a little bit of time in the early afternoon sometimes, because if they're having a wedding or a reception or something in the evening, they shut that down like around two or three. And so it's pretty much inaccessible. So just something to know, the dining room, since they weren't serving lunch or breakfast, my impression is they usually do serve lunch and breakfast, but due to COVID, they were not. When they weren't in dinner service, they actually had the room, that room open until like 3.30 or so every afternoon. And you could take your carryout meal and eat it in there if you wanted to or sit and have a snack or just sit and look out the window at the views. And that was really nice. So that's just a tip of something you can do. So that that was our trip to the North Rim. I would honestly, if I were going back again, I would go to the North Rim again. I, I enjoyed going to the South Rim when I was young because the views were great and everything like that. But heavily, heavily preferred the less crowds at the North Rim and the cooler temperatures, especially if going in the summer. Uh, I will mention the North Rim is not open during the winter, and so it closes down once the snows start and it doesn't open again until late spring. So the amount of times that you can go to North Rim is much more compact. Just be aware of that. But if you are going in especially the heat of the summer, it's a great place to go because the, the little slightly less temperatures, a lot more shade and just a lot more peace and quiet. If you don't care about those things, the South Rim is a great alternative. You have a lot more options for what kind of hotels you can stay at, whether the price points for the hotels and things are a lot more variable. At the North Rim, you're pretty much camping or you're staying at the Grand Canyon Lodge. Those are the only two options. There are no other hotels close by. I think the closest ones are out at Vermilion Cliffs, which is still like a pretty decent drive to get into the park, maybe like an hour. Just a few tips there. I personally think the North Rim is the best room. Whichever room you go to, go to the Grand Canyon at some point, it's a great experience to just see that and fathom how amazing it is that all of that was carved by that one river going through there. It's really awesome. We didn't take any trails down into the canyon on this because we were trying to see quite a bit during the 10 to 12 days we were out. Definitely have family members and things like that that have gone down in it who highly recommend it. So that is it for our Grand Circle trip. Um, On the next episode, I'll be talking a bit more about a trip my youngest son and I took to visit some battlefields and some areas in Pennsylvania and Maryland. And we'll be sharing some of those stories. Until then, happy travels.